It is Niall Boyle. A little bit later than usual today. Sorry about that. We got a bit stressed out today. Things were going wrong when they weren't, shouldn't be going wrong, etc., etc. Now, what we wanted to talk about today was... Now, I put this up on Twitter and people got a little bit angry. That's, that's not the wording of the Constitution, Niall, because I kind of t- entitled it A Woman's Places in the Home because... I suppose the Constitution was based around that suggestion many years ago that women spent all of their time primarily in the home raising the children while the father went to work and earned a crust. And that was at a time when the Constitution, of course, was written up. But times have changed. And announcing the new timeline in May, Tisha Cleo Varadka said that for too long, women and girls have carried a disproportionate share of the caring responsibilities, been discriminated against at home and in the workplace, objectified or lived in fear of domestic or gender-based violence. Violence. I don't know what that's got to do with the Constitution personally, but however, and last October, his predecessor, Michal Martin, said he would like to see a referendum on the constitutional clause about a woman's place in the home uh, being held in 23, as he had the preference of the Oireachtas, the Oireachtas Committee. Now, let's be clear about it. I don't think it's going to happen in 2023. I think it'll probably be in start of next year, first quarter of next year. Now, the piece of the Constitution that this refers to, by the way, is Article 41.2, which contains a recognition that by her life within the home, woman gives to the state support without which the common good cannot be achieved. So it kind of establishes the importance of a woman's role within the home. It goes on to say, and the state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. Well, they failed miserably over the last 30 years in relation to that. Otherwise, every woman should be in the high court demanding payment for working in the home. Anyway, we did get a message from a woman, and I'll read her the whole message in a few minutes' time, but more or less suggesting this is a bad thing because she believes this gives protection to women. And she also believes that most women, as far as she's concerned, because she works and so does her husband, that most women would prefer to be at home if indeed they were paid. Now, Bertie Ahern did suggest that many, many years ago when we were a bit flush with money in this country, uh, but it never actually really happened. So what should we do when it comes to the Constitution? And what are you going to do when it comes to your opportunity to vote? There are so far three proposals. One of those proposals, by the way, is we leave it as it is. The second proposal is that we make it gender neutral. And the third proposal is probably just to repeal it completely and remove it from the Constitution, which gives protection to nobody. So what should we actually do? Now, I've heard feminists saying this is archaic, it's old-fashioned, but are feminists really thinking about what they're saying? Because they're the ones who demand women's rights. They're the ones who demand women get special privileges in life. And yet they're now demanding that we vote no to this piece of legislation or this referendum or yes, should I say, to change it. Anyway, I want to know what you think. How will you be voting in the referendum? Would you like to remove that from the Constitution? Would you like to just change it and make it gender neutral? Or do you think we should just leave it the way it is currently at the moment? Let me know what you think. The number, as usual, 85 85 I will play a piece of video in a second from Catherine Martin, the media minister, because I'm discouraged by the fact that many ministers over the last few months have been asked what a woman is and can't even define that. Now, if we have ministers and TDs who can't define what a woman is, I think we're going to have serious problems in wording something in the Constitution or an article in the Constitution that tells us what position the woman has within the family home. Uh, First of all, I want to go to Senator uh, Ronan Mullen, who joins me. Uh, Senator, good afternoon to you. 
Good afternoon. I hope you can hear me okay now. I can hear you fine, Senator. Now, in relation to this piece of legislation or this piece of constitutionality, it, it is complicated. You studied law yourself, so you'll be very much aware of it. But my thinking is, although it sounds a bit outdated, archaic, it does give special privilege and protection to women, doesn't it? Yeah, in fact, this proposal is one of three. They're proposing to, in, in, all around the issue of gender, actually, and equality, uh, it, they're, they're proposing to um, introduce a kind of a non-discrimination principle into the equality clause. They're proposing to make, as they put it, the gender, the women in the home reference, uh, non-gender specific. And they're also going to dilute the constitutional nod to the relationship between marriage and family um, the marriage the family based on marriage and I think you know if this was a few years ago that this proposal was coming forward a lot of people would have said oh yeah women in the home yeah too gender specific too much about you know women change the sink kind of thing yeah let's get rid of that and modernize it but I think something has changed and that is the ideology around gender and the attempt to remove any reference to women and mothers. And when the government isn't able to say kind of what a woman is, and when um, people are going around NGOs and establishment types, including, you know, and even laws, kind of avoiding languages like men and women, father and mother, and referring to mothers as birthing persons kind of thing. I think there's a kind of a, a new doubt in people's minds as to where this is all going. And you just you also made the point that, in fact, that women in the home clause, if you look at the Irish language version of that, which is the definitive interpretation of the Constitution, it talks about and ban the Gazdulgas and Chuck Judy's relation to family. It was clearly a clause that was put in at a time when it would actually have been very much to the benefit of mothers in the home that wouldn't be obliged to go out to work. In fact, the problem, and, and that at a time when Ireland was much poorer, was actually a very good idea, but the problem is that we've never actually really respected uh, caring in a home, and we have an economic model that forces, as we know, parents do, out to I work. Mean, Sorry, sorry for interrupting you, but the, the idea of repealing it, as I said, we, we, there's options there as to rewording it, making it gender neutral or repealing it or whatever, or leaving it as it is. I mean, do you believe that devalues women? Because, you know, when I read this, I don't believe, maybe that's just me and I'm old-fashioned in the way I think, you know what I mean? But the idea that, it, you know, it, the, the state will endeavour to ensure that all mothers should not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home, that doesn't demand that they stay at home. Or do you understand what I'm saying? Not. So you're right. It's, it's absolutely. It's, 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 in fact, if you, there's an awful lot of people out there who wish that they didn't both have to go out to work just to pay a mortgage. And well, according to, to research from Solace, so I mean, and Solace, who are you know the providers of of uh, work in this country, will certainly get a lot of people trained up for work. They surveyed. I'm reading it here: 218,000 women aged between 20 and 64 back in 2019 who were described as being on home duties, meaning they did not participate in the labour force. But they asked, and they also said that more than two-thirds of women who work in the home and have third-level education do not want to return to a paid job, according to the survey. In other words, if given the choice, many women would like to stay at home for the formative years of children's lives. Yes, I, I think it's clear that what's in the Constitution at the moment needs to be enabled rather than repealed. Now, having said that, uh, well, when I say enabled, in other words, some flesh given to it, some meaning given to it. Now, I, I would have no problem 
which is including both genders. So if it were to say, for example, that fathers and mothers by their life within the home do an important service to the state and both parents should not be obliged to go out to work, that, that would be an excellent direction for us to take when you consider the social problems that we have that are associated with the lack of, of parental time, the way parents these days struggle to get time to care and nurture for the children in the way that they want to. You have a whole lot of social problems that are associated with the absence of fathers in children's lives. That's another dimension of the problem. So actually, we need a constitution that actually champions mothers and fathers and what they do in the home. And if we could get an adjusting of our economic model, that, that wouldn't be just championing people going out to work. I mean, all this talk about childcare, eh, as important as it is for some people, it masks really the task that what we should really be doing is, is trying to to recreate a society where children have more access to their fathers and mothers and in the home especially. So, you know, if they were to say fathers and mothers, then, you know, I'd be all for making it more gender uh, specific, but, but also inclusive. I think there's a danger here that the agenda behind this actually is to get rid of anything that involves male, female, and anything that involves distinction between men and women, male and female, because that goes against gender ideology. Well, there, well, there, so seem, there seems to be this idea of a, you know almost abolishing the word woman. I mean, we're hearing on a regular basis, yeah. you know, people who have babies, people who have periods. You know, they, they I mean, I've spoken yeah. to eminent doctors on the air, and they're all starting to use this terminology, which, by the way, I'll usually pull them up on and correct them on, which and Annoys them yeah. greatly, you know. And yeah, only recently, <laughs> only recently, we heard Catherine Martin, the minister, was asked by Ben Scanlon and Grip Media, and I'll play that clip in a few minutes' time when you're off the air. But she, she was asked, yeah. you know, if indeed they're going to look at the wording for this constitution, can she define what a woman is, which would be primarily, <laughs> primarily to, to the, the actual wording of the constitution, and she, she wouldn't define a woman. And we, we heard, you Listen, know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say something controversial here, if you don't mind. There are lovely people in the Green Party, right? And there are good and idealistic people in the Green Party who want to do their bit, more than do their bit for the environment and so on. But if you look at Green ideology and Green parties historically and across Europe, you actually find some very twisted thinking around children, child protection, men and women, all of that, and gender and home politics. And I think people should be very vigilant uh, at election time and say, what exactly do you stand but, 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 for? Yeah, but, but it's not just the Green Party. You're not just talking about the environment. Yeah, yeah. but Ono oh Brin from I, Sinn Féin struggled as well when he was asked the same question. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I'd agree. I'd agree. Because Yates has a great line in one of his poems, the best lack all conviction and the worst are full and passionate intensity. There are some people who are, you know, are well-meaning, who are not on board with crazy ideological stuff. But sadly, and you see this in our government, if you look at the, at the current constitution, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, Labour, most of this, like why are they spending so much time and resources on niche ideological issues when you actually have so many problems, real problems affecting people, the absence of quality health care, the housing crisis, violence, homelessness, hopelessness. And, and you have these people then engaging in this kind of sometimes twisted uh, gender Culture wars, politics. yeah. Culture and gender culture wars. War, but culture war stuff that is actually becoming real child protection stuff because some of it actually affects the welfare of children. If, for example, um, the government went to go forward and talk, say, we want, a non, uh, we want to introduce a non-discrimination principle into the clause of the Constitution that talks about equality and all citizens equal before the law, but the state having regard to differences 
capacity and function. Does that mean, for example, that if you're looking for somebody to care, let's say at home instead or Bluebird Care or one of these persons that, that's providing care, let's say for an elderly person in your life, you, you object to the idea that a biological male who presents himself as a woman, um, you know, and you say, well, I'm sorry, I don't want a person in that situation looking after my elderly mother. Or I'm sorry, there's a constitutional non-discrimination principle. We can't actually, you're the problem if you have a problem with that. We can't go down that route. No. That's twisted politics, but it is getting very close to the heart of government. And when I blame the Greens in particular, I, I'm not saying they're not enabled by the pragmatists in Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. They absolutely are. And there are a certain amount of ideologues, and I'd call them destructive ideologues, in Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. But it tends to come from the left. And it, it, it comes, you find it in the Greens, you find it in Sinn Féin, they have plenty of ideologues as well. And you have the, the other kind of, what you might call, normal politicians well, who really don't give a damn. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know whether you've seen the little parade over the week Kent and Eamon Ryan dancing down the street in his bare feet. I've never seen. I've mentioned. Here. I saw the previous. I, I, I saw it, and I, I put up. On, I put up on Twitter. I've never seen so many flags in the the opening ceremonies of the Olympic Games. That you know, uh, you know, basically associating themselves with every single NGO they possibly can. Maybe that's their only hope of getting votes in the next election. But anyway, getting back, getting back principally to this. What would like, you? Even uh, a very nice guy. I'm sure he is. But I just, I just have worries about Green Party ideology. Okay, but get, getting back just, just very, very briefly, uh, ten seconds in relation to this referendum. Whenever it happens, it's probably going to be the first quarter of next year. It's not going to be this year. They're saying it's going to be this year, but it won't be first quarter of next year. How would you recommend? Firstly, the the, the 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 three options, right? Would you recommend we leave it as it is? Would you recommend we make it gender neutral, or do you recommend we repeal it altogether? I think you're going for the second. Um, option. Either leave it as it is or make it gender neutral in a way that doesn't rub out the presence of mothers. If it references mothers and fathers, I'm all for it. Okay. But I, won't, I don't think You don't want do the word that. person um, put in there, do you? No. No. Sorry, person? You, you don't want the word person. No. Well, I want to see mothers, fathers, and parents, actually. That's the kind okay. of language that, that will reassure me that these people are not attacking the role of fathers and mothers in the home. But I'm not totally, I'm not even sure they will go with it because, you know, we're not that far off the general election. We have to see how this hate speech stuff goes through the Shannon. They have a lot of hard questions and amendments to deal with and that. Right at the heart of that is some of this crazy stuff around gender, radical new definition of it. You and I have discussed it before. Potential to do harm, as I said, to child welfare and to people's welfare, vulnerable persons in particular we need to really police that and, and challenge it and you know how they deal with that will tell a lot to me about what their agenda is in relation to this referendum proposal okay. so I you know they haven't come forward with a specific wording I, I, I hold my fire until I see exactly what they're proposing but right now I have my doubts that it's anything good okay well listen thank you very much indeed and I appreciate his joining us today thank you very much indeed Senator Ronan Mullen the multi-award winning Niall Boylan podcast Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Nile Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.